0: what would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC. The Law School of America. A gift, in the law of property, is the voluntary and immediate transfer of property from one person, the donor or grantor, to another, the donee or grantee, without consideration. There are several types of gifts in property law, most notably inter vivos gifts which are made in the donor's lifetime and can cause a mortis, deathbed, gifts which are made in expectation of the donor's imminent death. Both types of gifts share three elements which must be met in order for the gift to be legally effective, donative intent, the intention of the donor to give the gift to the donee, the delivery of the gift to the donee, and the acceptance of the gift. In addition to those elements, mortis gifts require that the donor must die of the impending peril that he or she had contemplated when making the gift. Inter vivos gifts An inter vivos gift is an ordinary gift of personal property from one living person to another. It can be a gift of a present or future interest in a property. The three elements of an inter vivos gift are donative intent, delivery, and acceptance. The rules governing these elements were historically rigid but in recent years courts have become more lenient in their application by ignoring or circumventing the formal delivery requirement and elevating the importance of donative intent. Acceptance of a valuable gift is typically presumed by courts and thus is rarely a legal issue. Donative intent. The donor of the gift must have a present intent to make a gift of the property to the donee. A promise to make a gift in the future is unenforceable, and legally meaningless, even if the promise is accompanied by a present transfer of the physical property in question. Suppose, for example, that a man gives a woman a ring and tells her that it is for her next birthday and to hold on to it until then. The man has not made a gift, and could legally demand the ring back at any time before the woman's birthday because an immediate transfer has not occurred. In contrast, suppose a man gives a woman a deed and tells her it will be in her best interest if the deed stays in his safe deposit box. The man has made a gift and would be unable to legally reclaim it because he has given her a present interest in the deed. There is a special exception for engagement rings, which most states recognize. The transfer of an engagement ring is subject to an implied condition that the marriage occur, thus, if the engagement ends without a marriage, the giver of the engagement ring is entitled to revoke the gift. Delivery The gift must be delivered to the donee. If the gift is of a type that cannot be delivered in the conventional sense, a house, or a bank account, the delivery can be effected by a constructive delivery, wherein a tangible item allowing access to the gift, a deed or key to the house, a passbook for the bank account, is delivered instead. Symbolic delivery is also sometimes permissible where manual delivery is impractical, such as the delivery of a key that does not open anything, but is intended to symbolize the transfer of ownership. Certain forms of property must be transferred following particular formalities described by statute law. In England, real property must be transferred by a written deed. The transfer of equitable interests must be performed in writing by the owner or their agent. A gift is assumed when the property owner deeds real estate as joint tenants with rights of survivorship. Regardless of contribution to purchase price, such a deed guarantees each tenant equal shares upon sale or partition of the property. Acceptance. The donee must accept the gift in order for the property transfer to take place. However, because people generally accept gifts, acceptance will be presumed, so long as the donee does not expressly reject the gift. A rejection of the gift destroys the gift, so, that a donee cannot revive a once rejected gift by later accepting it. In order for such an acceptance to be effective, the donor would have to extend the offer of the gift again. Types Gifts can also be either Causa Mortis, Deathbed Gifts, a future gift made in expectation of the donor's imminent death. A gift Causa Mortis is not effective unless the donor dies of the impending peril that he or she had contemplated when making the gift. In general, These gifts can only be made when the donor is in a terminal condition. Gifts can also be outright, made free of any restrictions, such as being subject to a trust, onerous, made with a burden or obligation imposed on the donee, or remunerative, made to compensate for services rendered. Unowned property refers to tangible, physical things which are capable of being reduced to being property owned by an individual but are not owned by anyone. Bona vacantia. Latin for ownerless goods, is a legal concept associated with the unowned property, which exists in various jurisdictions, with a consequently varying application, but with origins mostly in English law. Merely every piece of land on the earth is a property and has a maintainer, owner. The class of objects, unowned things, are objects which are not yet property, either because it has been agreed by sovereign nations that no one can own them, or because no person or other entity, has made a claim of ownership. The most common unowned things are asteroids. The UN's Outer Space Treaty does not address the issue of private ownership of natural objects in space. All asteroids remain unowned things until some person or entity makes a claim of property right to one of them. In an experimental legal case of first impression, a lawsuit for a declaratory judgment was filed in a United States federal court to determine the lawful owner of asteroid 433 ERAS. 433 Eros was claimed as property by Gregory W. Nemitz of Orbital Development. According to the Homestead Principle, Nemitz argued that he had the right to claim ownership of any celestial body that he made use of. He claimed he had designated Eros a spacecraft parking facility and wished to charge NASA a parking and storage fee of 20 cents per year for its near-shoemaker spacecraft that is permanently stored there. Nemitz's case was dismissed due to lack of standing it and appeal denied. Ferae naturae, ferae naturae, wild animals of the nature, is a Latin legal term referring to wild animals, in contrast to domati naturae, tamed animals of the nature. In property law, ferae naturae residing on unowned real property are not predisposed to one party or another in regards to possession. Pearson v. Post, 1805. In the event that the animals are on a private entity's estate, the owner of the estate, if pursuing or attempting to apprehend ferae naturae, is likely to be deemed by the court, the rightful possessor to the title of the animal. Keeble v. Hickringle, Queen's Bench, 1707. United States. Bona vacantia was inherited from English common law and continues in the form of lost, mislaid and abandoned property, applied only to personal property that has left the owner's possession, as opposed to an estate left in intestacy after death. Intangible personal assets such as checks, account balances, and securities are under unclaimed property law, varying by state. The states do not take permanent possession, but act as the custodian of the property in perpetuity on behalf of the rightful owner. Canada. Bona Vacantia is applied according to the laws of the relevant province, and the roots of the laws may be traced to Roman law. England and Wales. Bona Vacantia is partly a common law doctrine and partly found in statute. It deals with assets of dissolved companies that have failed to be distributed or have been disclaimed by the official receiver. Assets of dissolved unincorporated associations that have failed to be distributed. Assets of the estates of deceased persons that have failed to be distributed due to intestacy and a lack of known persons entitled to inherit. Some failed trust property. For most of England and Wales, the Bonavacantia division of the government legal department is responsible for dealing with Vacantia assets on behalf of the crown. If no heirs to an estate can be found then the assets are realized and the balance is transferred to home treasury. The division deals only with solvent estates whose net value exceeds 500 pounds. The assets of dissolved companies automatically pass to the crown by law. They are realized by the division and the revenue passed to the exchequer although the division has a power to disclaim onerous assets. Liabilities associated with assets do not automatically follow those assets into bona vacantia. Care should be taken to distinguish between assets remaining when dissolution commences, which might be distributed to shareholders or others in that process, and those that for various valid reasons remain undistributed at the end of dissolution. Some assets might only come to notice after dissolution has taken place. The Law School of America